El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't really do any of that shit. I just do a whole bunch of shows. Joining me today, he is my co-host on the What in the World podcast, which you should check out right here on the Unpops Podcast Network. And also he, meaning another he, is a fantastic comic who you've probably heard on ListCast before, Quincy Johnson II and Pap Johnson. Also joining me, he used to be my co-host on this very podcast, Unpopular Opinion. Maybe you've heard it. He's not my co-host anymore. He's got a real job at Yahoo Sports. But we're always happy to have him back here to recreate that vintage Unpops magic, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, Brett Raider. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. What in the world? Oh, sorry. Nope, wrong podcast. Shut up! Okay. Sport Horace. Nope, that's ca- canceled. Oh, why? <laughs> why? Because you left and I couldn't oh, I yeah, want to do it without it. you. Okay. Oh, right? <laughs> I don't want to pod without you. Is that the song? No? That's what not, song was that? But yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to pod without you. Coming soon like a, from Black Pete Productions yeah, in 2024. Isn't that like a Michael McDonald song? I don't want to pod without you. I don't think it is. Oh, okay. Hey, that you was. You don't know me, but I'm your pod partner. <laughs> hey, that was Brett Raider and Quincy Johnson the second. Hi guys. I'm Quincy. <laughs> I'm Adam Todd Brown. I don't think I introduced myself. We haven't done anything correctly today. Yeah, it's I'm all sorry. it's all going off the rails. And first time <laughs> guest. Well, you were on an episode of Listcast before. Yeah, that was fun. Pap was fun. Johnson. Hello, world. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be a really fun episode. How's everyone doing? Brett, what have you been up to lately? Hate it, Brett. All right. You know, the hardest part of this show for me is the first few minutes. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life when all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. And that's why we call this segment This Week in Me. It's about to get really intense. I play this myself. Mm. You're very talented. synthesizer and a drum machine every week. As everyone in the room can attest, he's playing live right now. You know, yeah. the, you know those guys who are busking and they have like the bass right. drum and the cymbals between uh, the knees out, and the thing. Thank you. And that's what Adam does. Yeah, and like yeah. each each limb movement controls a different right instrument. And Adam then I have Todd some ska Brown. motherfucker playing saxophone. Oh next yeah, to well, me. They, yeah. Everybody, nobody, nobody really knows this, but around here we call them ATB, the one man band. You know what I'm saying? Right, I do. ATB is the act is is the uh, initials for one man band yeah. in okay. a different language <laughs> or right. some sort. So you sound like George Carlin and uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, I get that reference. I've seen that movie recently. <laughs> enough. <laughs> I have no idea. This is uh, this is going to be a fun. How is everyone doing? I'm not going to cut anyone. Hey, off. Brett. Brett, oh. it's been a long time. Howdy. We're we're here to talk sports with hey, noted hey. sports expert Brett Raider. Listen, I just. Yeah, cool. I'm good. I'm good. How's it going? <laughs> Bring it. How's, how's everybody? How are you doing, Adam? It's good I'm, to be here. I'm Thank you for right. having me back. Thank you for being here. I uh, I say R.I.P. Brett at least once an episode. Good. So it's good that people know you're not actually dead. Or is he? Right, right. The night is young. Maybe this is a posthumous recording. You've actually channeled me for an hour from the dead just right. to do a podcast. Yeah. Siri, imitate Brett. And then we just hold the phone up to the microphone and it answers all the questions as you would. They're pretty, the phones are pretty smart. They're smartphones. Smartphones. That's, yeah. why they, they, that's why they call them that. So we're talking about racism and the NFL, Uh-oh. which it's, it's a big talking point right now for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, the most recent things to come up is the Rooney rule. And if anyone's unfamiliar, it's basically a rule that was adopted in 2003 that says NFL teams, when they have a head coaching vacancy, have to interview at least one or two minority candidates. 
right? It's all racism, guys. It's over. Thank you. Rooney rule. You got to talk to one black guy. That's your black friend now. And Uh, we're done. Not a black guy, just not a white person. Yeah, don't be that way, Quincy. You could interview a Muslim. You could interview interview Ron Rivera. Who? Exactly. Yeah, no, no. no, I mean, not an actual Muslim in the NFL. That's not going to happen. It is a good rule. Is it? Is it a good thing that the NFL has that rule, or is it yes. a bad sign that the NFL like? It's a terrible you know. sign that this rule has been instituted in two thousand. It's like it's like slavery in the Constitution. The fact that it has to remain in the Constitution for people to be like, well, that's the reason that it's good. Like it's like no, that shouldn't even right. We 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 still look at it and go, well, you know, if we get enough weirdos in the office, we can actually vote this out. Like, no, you couldn't. It doesn't exist anymore. It's done. Yeah. I think it, I mean, it it obviously addresses a concern in the NFL, but I don't think it addresses it effectively. Oh, not at all. No, it hasn't. And and that's come up recently, uh, especially this offseason. There have been many head coaching vacancies, and all of the head coaching vacancies, the teams meet the the Rooney rule for the most part. They interview a minority candidate. But but this year, every single team has hired a 39-year-old white guy. Right. And that's sort of the – should be. Yeah. (laughs) That's sort of the vibe right now in the league is that they're – is that they're – some years, it's just not really – effective and, and there's like a lot of bad stuff going on where and, and i think it i listened to a podcast last week about it and i think it was um kevin clark of the ringer i might be misattributing it but um what the he said this that what the league needs is an addition to the rooney rule or, or something to support it because right now there aren't the the uh minority candidates coming up don't have the experience so what they need is more of a what they need is like they they interview a minority candidate and they're like oh well you're not really experienced enough so we're just gonna give it to an inexperienced white guy instead right but because all the league owners are racist old white guys right and one and one Middle Eastern guy what this person has suggested was have not an internship program but a, maybe a more of a mentorship program so when these minority candidates do get interviewed for the jobs they're actually more prepared and they have the experience either as an offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator or whatever because right now they get interviewed for these jobs and then the owners of the team are like well you were only a a running backs coach or you're only a you know a special teams assistant you don't have the experience i'm looking for so I'm just going to go back to being racist and hire just an inexperienced white guy instead. Yeah, that. So I think what I had just basically ripped from this other podcast is that there needs to be more of a uh, there needs to be more of a, a of a, a support system for when minority candidates do come up, so that they are more prepared for this job and more uh, uh, ideal candidates for the job rather than just like some fucking guy who went to Stanford. Well, that, that's well and good, guy. but the problem is, is even if you do set up a mentorship type program. The NFL is just like it's America's team. It's America's. Oh, sport. totally. They are so steeped in tradition. It's whose coaching tree are you a part of? Because that's the reason had- we fuck with you. And being yeah. in the mentorship program, you're the intern. Oh, you got that guy coffee? All right, you can run a team. Like that's not gonna. No, it, exactly. And and you know my team, the Denver Broncos, they fired. Whoa. They fired an inexperienced black coach. The Arizona Cardinals, after one season, which is crazy, fired an inexperienced black coach. You wouldn't get rid the, of your quarterback after one bad season. No, exactly. Jacksonville. I'm oh, sorry. And it's like not a good look for the Cardinals and the Broncos. The Broncos gave their guy two years, but mm. instead of hiring, instead of hiring someone and then having to fire them later, you need to set you need to set people up to succeed, not just. Hire them and then fire well, you, them a year later. You're not setting yourself up for success when you dra- when you draft Josh Allen as your quarterback. Like yeah. that, that, he wasn't. You can't. You can't. Jo- uh, Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. Yeah. Whichever. Both those the white coaches guy. deserve to be fired. They were. Terrible. I don't know about Wilkes. I don't know if Steve Wilkes deserved to be fired. Uh, like that team was a mess, and they have no offense. Like this might be boring to all sorts of like people who don't follow sports, but that team's roster is a fucking mess, and they didn't fire the white general manager of that team that put together that horrible roster and then got a DUI in the middle of the season. That guy, you can stay in your job making $400,000 a year. 
But the black coach, oh, we're going to put this all on you. I in think it's Arizona, In Arizona, yeah. As if, a, you can't fuck up in Arizona as a black person. You really can't. As Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> if black people can't get a fair shake in Arizona, where can they go? <laughs> Vegas. Van Vermont. Vermont's great for black people. That's the slogan. Yeah. One thing that came up, I have it in the notes, but I looked into other leagues and how – uh, the coaching breakdown works mm-hmm. in the NBA. It's about twenty six percent black coaches in the NFL right now. I didn't even mention this. There are two black head coaches, uh, Anthony Lynn, yeah, and uh, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. And if you throw in Ron Rivera, uh, there are three head coaches who are not white. This is why I can't throw in Ron Rivera. What's his nickname? Riverboat, Riverboat Ron. <laughs> Ain't nothing Latino yeah. about that. <laughs> the Riverboat. So if you uh, if you include him, nine percent of the head coaches in the NFL are not white. Uh, in basketball, it's more like twenty six percent, but the league itself among the players is seventy five percent black. So that's still kind of and like two percent black ownership. But we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not e- we're barely even addressing GMs and things. Which the Rooney Rule was updated in two thousand nine to include GMs, and now there's just thousands of them in the mm-hmm. NFL. Mm-hmm. That's not true. That was that didn't happen. <laughs> but one thing that happens a lot, at least they've noted that it happens in baseball, and I wonder if it happens in football too, is when black managers are offered a job, it's usually with a losing team yeah. that is just in the process of rebuilding anyway. Yeah. And I wonder if some of what happened in Denver or when a situation like that happens, I wonder if that's a team going well, now, not only did we, like, we can say, of course we abide by the Rooney Rule. Our last head yeah. coach was black. But they know they're in a rebuilding period where it's not really going to matter, and they know they're not going to fucking win. Mm-hmm. So See Arizona. once that rebuilding process is a little further along, they can be like, all right, now let's get the coach we wanted. See Denver. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but, yeah. What you're saying is really the reason why it, it's, Hugh a, Jackson. it's a cycle of they want you to believe that experience and this mentorship will be the solution right but they also know that how can we build a mentorship if you constantly say that none of these people have experience so how am i supposed to learn from but also it's like how can you bring in a sean mcveigh some guy who clearly really ain't played football it's 29 right. years old and time, tell yeah. and tell me that he has more experience well he's been in running the a team coaching the nfl he's hold, like andy reach tree hold on than a Ray Lewis, someone who has actually been out there doing it for for decades. And that is the problem is that they'll tell you that, oh, we're, ta- we're looking for experience, but we won't hire a person who actually has on-the-job training because, oh, whatever, whatever the case may be, but then I'm supposed to listen to somebody who's six years probably younger than me who has never played this game, who's been playing fucking Madden, and tell them, and then be like, oh, well, if you get some mentors, then yeah, because he's from the street. But it's like, who the hell are you gonna no, have I mean, mentor people but, and tell them how to become a coach? And there goes your problem. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem, right? Is that like they they want the minority candidates to be experienced, and they don't give a shit if the white candidates aren't experienced. Like, oh yeah, Cliff sure. Kingsbury, the new coach of the of the Cardinals, Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals, has worked zero days. <laughs> Here. He and I have equal NFL coach, <laughs> coaching experience, and I make podcasts for a living. And on a losing record at Texas Tech. Here's the thing. And I grew up in the South. I witnessed this firsthand. Up until maybe 20 years ago, a lot of black there was no there was no one who came up as just some a, 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 a black kid who just wants to coach. They, we all played the game, right? right. There have been white kids since. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. This is, there this been... is about to be long. No, it's not about to be long. I'm sorry. I had to just take a deep breath. I'm smoking. There are Sean McVay is a kid who only wanted to coach. So he's only been in the game from a coaching standpoint since childhood. So when you say, oh, this kid was a player, he still doesn't. Ray Lewis doesn't know how to manage a team. How can you say that? He knows how. To... He literally is the leader of the Ravens. They no, will no, no, all no. tell you that. Here's I, I feel but like he can't lead an offense. I feel like he can't Ray design. Lewis. But I mean, he doesn't need to be. I mean, Ray Lewis could be maybe like a 
started out as like a linebacker. I feel coach like Ray Lewis is a weird example, and I'm being 100% fucking serious when I say this. Because he he may be murdered a motherfucker before the internet was really hot. And if you hire Ray wait, Lewis wait, as a head wait, coach, wait, people wait. are going to be like, "Can we change?" They we called say, like, those concussions back then. That was just a really, <laughs> it's a really long. We, it's a permanent say, concussion. Maybe, maybe, maybe possibly murdering someone is the thing I want in a head coach. Maybe, <laughs> I, maybe, we can, maybe that changed I, my mind. I agree with Adam here. Like, maybe, can we maybe change the? The player that we're using as an example to like Ed Reed, no, or, any player, or no, like because well, Ed Reed like, is not look, the leader look, of the Ravens. Wait, 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 wait. but Ravens. no, there's a difference between being the leader of the team as a player and being the leader of the team that is the coach, right? Hold like on. Mike Singletary, who was not a great coach. He's a Hold great on. leader in the locker can, room. He can get you motivated. He can tell you how to play defense, but he cannot manage a team. To Jesus, okay. And what I, what I'm gonna say. Is about to shut all this shit down. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's on the podcast. All right. Uh, let's Be- do our plugs right now. Because check this out. Y'all act like there's not a fucking offensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator and a special teams. The head coach is just the motherfucker who riles people. He's up. just a guy. He doesn't have to yeah. call. He does not have to call offensive plays. He, what he Nick Saban no, does Nick, not call but offensive cool plays. But it's cool if he can. No, Nick Bill Fangio, Belichick the new does. coach of the Broncos, Bill Belichick he's not going to call a fucking thing. He's not going to call anything except for the Italian restaurants come deliver the meatball subs because that man, <laughs> that man looks like he's on the Sopranos. Look, so there's a point there. I, I think the players were using in this example. Ray Lewis and the coach we're using because I agree with Quincy here. Sean McVay is a bad example. Sean McVay's grandfather was a coach in the NFL. The dudes for two generations, it's not right, but for two generations, that family has been in the NFL. So the moment that Sean McVay was born, he's been absorbing NFL coaching. So that's, mm-hmm. it's not the best example because clearly he is a decent coach and he does have the experience. But if we're talking about Cliff Kingsbury or Freddie Kitchens, his last name is Kitchens for God's sakes. The guy, yeah, the, he's only he's been he was a running backs coach at the beginning of this most recent season, and now he's the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. Does that guy have enough experience versus, versus say Eric Bieniemy, who who is the Chiefs offensive coordinator, black guy who is interview who has been interviewing for all the open, the current uh, head coaching um, jobs, Arizona. Jets, all those which are all taken up, and maybe he's maybe he's still in the running for uh, the Miami job or something like that. But um, like, why isn't he getting the look? I mean, he's the offensive coordinator right now of the, of the Chiefs. This is what's happening and, right now. The rebuild, everything's evolving. It's no longer the rebuilding where you got to get the coach to get everybody fired up. Just like Pap just said, they need some. They got the offensive coordinator is going to take care of the offense. Defense yeah. coordinator is going to take care of the defense. They need someone who can who can connect with this young upstart quarterback that they just drafted. Yeah, because you see the dynamic in Green Bay. It goes quarterback, coach, for sure. rest of the team. If for quarterback sure. isn't happy, if he's not comfortable, the coach has got to go. So we got to find somebody that this young white guy. Who, the, in the, in the he's he's twenty two years old. Yeah, the Giants. Yeah, that's why the Giants. Yeah, because well, yeah, your, your superstars can't pass. Well, no, both of your superstars on the Giants are what. 20, 20 year old black guys and your the face of your franchise is the goofiest Manning. Yeah. What, how does it? How are they going to get I along? I mean, the Giants turned it around a little bit at the end of the season. You can't say they won that, that this game. This is football when it doesn't no, matter. No. It, yeah, it, yeah. You can't, you can't credit any wins once you take the first half of the season to make sure you're not in the playoffs. Like, yeah, I suppose. And when coach, what? I'm sorry, we got, I got distracted when I talked Just, about yeah. Ray Lewis. My bad. What are you talking about, man? That's just like, because the one thing they everybody says about Ray Lewis is that his mind for football is fucking ridiculous. But his mind for everything else is not. But all he needs he is, is a mind for football. No. He can sit there and fucking he tell motherfuckers. He come called out, a great come play come on out. that murder. As this is Peyton Manning, the other I, great I, mind in football, he's going to say Ray Lewis. That's the I, fucking I, defense I, of Peyton Manning. Can I say something? Say now, it. Now, you say that, but... You've seen Ray Lewis both in interviews and when they tried to put him on the sidelines doing commentary. Ray is not good on camera. Your head coach 
has to work on camera. You, see, you're not concerned about fucking football. I'm talking about this, straight up football. I don't need my football player. No, no, to we're be talking about the NFL. We're not talking people. about football. We're talking and, about the NFL. The NFL think, is a business. I think Quincy's being a little more realistic about how it's a business. It actually. Works. We're not talking about the game oh, of football right yeah, now. We're talking about the NFL. That's the National Football mm-hmm, League. That's yeah, a business. Yeah, because because Bill Belichick is a real is a real nice guy and real a real good interview. He they love him. How many times have you seen I bad do, Bill Belichick interviews find, where it's like, I, yo, they fucks with this? He's like an alt comic when it comes to doing fucking press conferences. He's so bad at it that it's fun to watch. Well, he's trying his best to be that guy, and it's just like, Bill, you're a football, you're you're a football coach. There's no way you're silent. You and like also, talking. they win a bunch, and but so, he just doesn't like doing interviews. So he's just like, I don't care. We're just worried about next week. Well, All right, dude. Well, so, I mean, that sounds like of, that's racist. <laughs> Because Bill Belichick's allowed to be hella dry and weak in interviews, and you're telling me but that's Ray what's going to keep Ray Lewis Ray from Lu- even We've seen Ray Lewis it. in interviews. We you, haven't seen, seen him that, as a head coach, You've though. seen <laughs> boxers with CTE try to do color commentary. The, at, at some point in time, their mind is going to snap, and they're going to go off like Donald Trump. And this is always going to be your I think a good comparison to, for Ray Lewis is um, Mike Singletary. Yeah, he was a linebacker in the '80s, really like inspiring, fiery dude. And then he was a coach of the. I had a 49ers. poster of him on my wall when not, I was a child. Not totally the best. Singletary and Ronnie totally Lott, two of the best on Tech Mobile, baby. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! He he was the one who fucking lit a fire up under uh, Vernon Davis's ass. Oh no, for sure. He's like, the one who fucking made Pat. He discovered Patrick Willis, and it's funny because he's almost like a Mark Jackson. Whereas he's the black guy who fucking got this team together, and then they fired him, and then all of a sudden they brought in this white guy, and they started winning the in next the Bay, season. In the Bay Area. In the yeah. Bay Area. That's the yeah. same thing that happened to Mark Jackson. Steve Kerr is getting the glory, but Mark Jackson is the one who's taught Steph Curry and all them weak-ass motherfuckers how to win. <laughs> and that Would... speaks to what we mentioned earlier, where but again, they'll that hand was, the that keys was over the to someone phase. during a rebuild, and then when that rebuild's because almost done, once again, time to fire him. It's no longer about the game at that point. It's about the business. And that's a problem, though. But that so, is the wait, business is to make the optics look like it's not racist, but it's always just like we're going to set this yeah. up so we can keep using all variables of excuses. Because if you're getting mentored by Hugh Jackson as a black head coach, I don't want you. But His record is, no, no, is trash. No, no, but here, here's my right. thing. Here's my thing. Again, it's about the understanding that the NFL is a is about tradition. We did not have young black men who only wanted to be coaches until about 20 years ago. So now there is a start of a coaching tree for them. But if it's just, hey, we're going to grab the, the best available person and bring them in for the interview, they just started in the tree. Like, you can't go from quarterbacks coach. Uh, so, are you to arguing head coach. that it's not like no, there's I'm, not racism playing no, into it? I'm not yeah. saying it's racism. I'm saying it is the tradition of the NFL in terms of Sean McVay from birth was in a coaching tree that would qualify him for it, uh, never having playing football. Right. So now yeah. there are African Americans who are in the coaching tree, but with the best available person is not far enough up the tree to go. We're comfortable with handing you the team. So then, how does how does this dude from Texas Tech get the Arizona job? Because he because he signed Baker Mayfield and Patrick Mahomes when he because was in it's he no longer them. it's no longer he's not running the team he's running the quarterback and we're still we want this young white guy that yeah talk, he's going to communicate with who is that qu- who's the quarterback in Arizona Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen. the Jew like from how UCLA we used to look oh, at wow. this from a, in a, like a football standpoint like no, what in your mind tells you that a a a professional football playing Hitting motherfuckers super aggressively mm-hmm. respects people who have not also smacked the piss out of people. Well, I, I think you, I think you're right to an extent because we th- – I think this is cyclical. I think two years ago they hired Sean McVay and everyone's like, a 29-year-old? And then he was good for two seasons. So now the rest of the league is zigging with the Los Angeles Rams zigging. And some teams – and the zag is going to happen when people are going to start investing in defense again. No, so no right now – So right, right now – well, the, I think the Denver Broncos have by hiring Vic Fangio. Yeah. Who? But, 
The Bears defensive coordinator. And the guy who's the defensive Vic coordinator. And the guy who is the defensive coordinator <laughs> of those San Francisco subs. And he was the coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers in the early in the early uh you know two thousand the Harbaugh era uh 49ers. Great defense. Here the, here's the thing. Everyone's zigging in the trend of hiring that young 29-year-old because they see the Rams have their coach for the next 10 years unless shit gets really, really bad. So everyone's trying to copy that. And the only way to, so the only way to copy that is to hire, you know, the 29-year-old quarterback's coach and promote them immediately because right now they those coaches are in such demand. The only way to keep them inside your organization is to make them the head coach because otherwise they're just going to become the head coach somewhere else. So it's like an HR issue because you don't want to be the Browns and let Freddie Kitchens, who was the running backs coach and who was the offensive coordinator for like six games. You don't want to let him become the head coach of the Dolphins. And then the Dolphins are really good. And everyone's like, Browns, what are you doing? Like that I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying that's what the thinking is right now. I, I hear you on that. I just don't trust the out of shape quarterbacks coach oh yeah <laughs> that's why the guys love mike vrabel so much because he's doing wind sprints before the game and he's like powerlifting and screaming with his bose noise canceling headphones on like yeah no Becker, will you when didn't they, the packers hire the titans offensive coordinator yeah. mm-hmm. again the titans i got 39 year old did the tight yeah was the titans offense yeah no, they had that, Derek Henry. no they were they were pretty yeah <laughs> yeah like the that's last six need. games well well like, Mariota's was pretty good, but he yeah. gets his back broken every. Yeah. He gets his back broken every he year. Likes to run, so I don't think that's a good offense. That if your yeah. quarterback gets hit to the point where he dies every <laughs> year, Matt Lafleur does have the experience as a position coach with quarter. I forget which team specifically, but he has been. I think he was with the Rams. Oh, I might be wrong. But I no, he was I think he was with Sean McVay when they were all in Washington together. Um I'm not saying he has like the, enough experience to be a head coach. I don't know. But I, I think he does have experience. Well, you know, his one season as an offensive coordinator was with a Titans team that like accidentally almost got into the playoffs yeah. and wasn't very exciting. Well, so yeah, like there's a lot of question marks for sure. To be yeah. real with you, uh my coach, they hired him a uh, Fresh off a of Corona commercial, so oh no, yeah, he's still. How many drunk. years left on that? Nine. Oh, nine, how many? Nine. How many million? Uh, would they nine. pay him like ten, ten, 10 a year. year? What coach are we talking so about? Ninety. Grudens. It's ten a year. Oh wow, it's ten a year. Oh, you're a Raiders final, fan. Final say. Wow, he's got final. And none say of us have gotten punched season. yet. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, we're not. No, we're he's not. He's not Latino. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> The view. I'm sorry, guys. We're not a violent fan base. We defend ourselves. <laughs> we get from pe- other fans being in the stadium. Pe- people- oh, you guys use defense as offense. Okay, that's what that means. Okay. Yeah, pe- you don't know how people come at Raider fans, especially 49er fans. It's like, hey, bro, this is just a game. Like, you go, yeah, disrespect me like this. I, I know like, I'm dressed up, but I don't like <laughs> watching football in person in general. And especially when I read all the stories about people getting beat in the stands. And, I that's what, one. and that's what I'm talking about. That's the purality of fucking football. So why would you think anybody respects Sean McVay like that? They don't need him. If you don't play they football, don't need to respect football Sean people McVay. do not They respect need to respect you. the offensive coordinator who's running the offense or the defensive coordinator who's running the defense. The quarterbacks, the coach right now is the dude who's supposed to keep your franchise quarterback, which, as we know, is the number one position in the NFL, the franchise quarterback. Well, yeah. It's either that or punter. That's the, well, that's the guy who manages that guy. Kicker. Well, the truth is, this is Hollywood. I'm sure they just hired Sean McVay. He's just the face. He doesn't really do anything. He's so, got Jared so, Goff comfortable. So when they make the fucking movie about their championship, <laughs> Gosling. Know, nah, yeah. fucking... There better not about be a fucking Michael J. Fox return to the to as, the big screen. And who? <laughs> Sean McVay. He's like what? 65 years old. <laughs> and he has Parkinson's. I'm not saying he can't act, but that's not that's not really good casting. He goes, hey, I saw Freddie Roach is beating his shit, so I believe I believe in Michael J. Fox. If there's any time to go back to the future, it's now. I will say I went to a San Francisco 49ers game a couple years ago. At halftime, I heard over the radio of like uh, an employee that they were suspending beer sales because all of the jail cells and hospital beds inside of the stadium were full. <laughs> mm. And they were stopping beer one quarter early. 
It is yeah. crazy that most stadiums have jails. In Why not? Rooms. In ho- I mean, yeah, it makes sense. You're putting 100,000 people in a room and selling beer. You got to have a jail and a hospital. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose the brig. that makes sense. Do you have and a brig in, on your ship? On your spaceship? As a life, or cruise as a ship? life of the, uh, like a uh, fucking, what is it? Like a Noah's Ark. Oh, yeah. If there's a disaster, you yeah. can all go live there for 15, 20 years. Sounds like a sequel to The Purge. <laughs> I do love The Purge. Yeah, let's listen to this video. Did you say reverse racism? Yeah. What's happening? I don't know. We're just talking shit. Oh, okay. This does... Been a lot of criticism of the Arizona Cardinals hiring Cliff Kingsbury as their new coach. Even my guys, Mike and John, have been questioning that hire. But Kingsbury fits all the criteria to be a head coach in the NFL. He's an offensive genius. He's young and he's white and not necessarily in that order. There have been six new coaches hired so far, all white and two coaches of color they are replacing. Stephen Wilkes fired in Arizona after just one year. Vance Joseph in Denver after just two. But Cowboys coach Jason Garrett is in his ninth year, apparently because he wins so much. A lot of people don't understand how Kingsbury can have a losing record at Texas Tech, no NFL experience, and get one of the 32 NFL jobs. But getting fired at Tech doesn't eliminate him from moving up, at least it doesn't to me. I've had 11 jobs in my life, been fired from eight of them, and moved up every time. And I am arrogant enough to tell you, I think Channel 8 was right to give me another chance. But I am the product of white privilege in America, and I've never denied that I wasn't either. If they made a poster, my picture should be on it. Getting fired at one place and getting another chance isn't the problem. But young, talented coaches of color not getting the chance, that's a huge problem. The covert racism of the NFL ownership group was so bad, the NFL had to make a rule so that minority coaches could at least get an interview. Cowboys secondary coach Chris Richard has been interviewed, and there are reports saying he might get the Miami job. After what he's done with this Cowboys defense, how could he not? Unless it is true what black parents have been telling their children for decades now, you have to be twice as good to go half as far. I dream of the day when those parents are wrong, because now... What if he said a bunch of racist shit right after that? Hey, man, that's the wokest white guy to no, still say that colored. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said coaches of color. Look, it, it, thanks, Grandpa, for the thanks, Grandpa, for the for the talking to. But again, Cliff Kingsbury has been the head coach of a college team. Yeah, the other dude has been a receivers coach. For the NFL. But that's for the receiver. So you're dealing with six dudes maximum on a regular basis. Right. As opposed to running a team. All right. Uh, okay. If you want to say that. Not an NFL that. team. Yeah. and that, Okay. You, that what? might be. But again, we don't need him to run the entire team. We now just need him to keep our quarterback comfortable. You've got the experience to where, yeah, you can still call plays because you've done it before. You can still run a team because you've done it before. But your main purpose in this business of the NFL is not to get our quarterback ready to play. He's our franchise quarterback. Yeah. You need to keep him comfortable and keep all deflect off of him. Well, what type of the or- offense? Is, what is the NFL? That's what the business is now. Let's let's talk about That's what it is now. Something a little different, but also sort of related. Uh, while I was researching this, I also I don't know has anyone heard of this Colin Kaepernick. Shit. Who's that? Uh, oh, the Nike dude. Former, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Nike yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Nike spokesman Smooth. Colin Kaepernick apparently played football at one point. Was he in Black Klansman? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's Denzel Washington's kid. Oh, that guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally on board. Oh, yeah, I think he played once. I don't know if he ever got to the playoffs or the Super Bowl or anything. Did he? Uh, I believe he did. Did he have a trademark? Oh, I believe he was actually a couple plays away from winning the Super Bowl. Did he have a Oh, tra- yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, I, who beat him? Was it... Joe Flacco the God! <laughs> was it a goal line stance by none other than Ray Lewis? <laughs> was Ray Ro- Lewis? Rooney awesome. Rule? Was that yeah, a- Deer Antler Spray. That was the That's a man who can lead a team. <laughs> I will use a suspect substance on myself. Hey, man, you can get it at GNC, so it can't be too suspect. It's, it's not like you have to. Deer Antler Spray. Yeah, man. Deer antlers. You ever seen deer antlers? So he would it's just strong. froze his his arm together so he could so it wouldn't fall off. <laughs> <laughs> so is there? Does it, anyone doubt that Colin Kaepernick is out of the league because he's been blacklisted? 
I believe he <laughs> was blacklisted, and then when the NFL got called out, they tried to fix it by throwing him a gig in Jacksonville, and then he said, no, we got something now because you guys have been caught. That's why he's refused to even work out. That's yeah. not true. That's not true? He's been working out. He's he's. I think he's willing to take any job. He said that. No, because they had, they said he they offered him an, uh, a workout in Jacksonville, and he said no. Well, Jacksonville. Uh, yeah, it, did I, that I happen? I, I do believe they get they, they was a, the the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars said he wanted to offer Cop, Colin Kaepernick an interview. To das Google. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I might be wrong, but my my uh, my understanding of the scenario is that he's been willing to do anything to, for any team because that would be weird to be like hey nfl i'm suing you because no team will hire me yeah but also i won't work out for yeah this i don't think jacksonville offer you might be thinking of john elway who is exactly who we were about to talk about oh what team is he control of uh he runs the denver broncos God damn it brett's team and he's a giant piece of shit well one of the things that i i did actually come across while mm. researching this is an article about uh, Vance Joseph, and like the article even admits he wasn't a great head coach, but they're also like, but what's happening in Denver is John Elway's fault. He's a sh- fucking terrible GM who, had he not signed Peyton Manning to a team that had a fucking amazing defense, and that defense won them that Super Bowl, basically. Had he not done that, his entire stint as GM in Denver would be a fucking wreck. Further complicating the matter, the matter is that the owner and the owner's wife both have Alzheimer's. So their <laughs> children are having a legal battle over, uh, I think there's like five children. They're all having a legal battle over who actually gets to own the team. So while all this is happening, the only person who's really in charge, in charge is John sending out uh, letters to of recommendation for Neil Gorsuch on uh, mm. on on ouch on uh, on Denver Broncos letterhead Elway yeah yeah major donor to the Republican Party John Elway CTE and- having John Elway is allowed to basically run a franchise but Ray Lewis can't be a head and- coach Ray Lewis could be a GM and in the midst of all this in- he will be pucking in the midst of all this Colin Kaepernick stuff. Uh, the Broncos could desperately use a good quarterback because John Elway has never signed a good quarterback. Hey, man, we had Trevor Simeon for a hot minute. Yeah, exactly. Tebow. What, and what about Tebow? Fucking Tebow, yeah. What, a what about Tebow? But here's the thing. Preach. At a press conference, they're like, hey, uh, you're a team that could maybe use Colin Kaepernick, right? And he was like, we offered him a contract, and he said no. And that makes it seem like in the midst of all this controversy – John Elway reached out to Colin Kaepernick and was like, hey, come play for the Broncos. But no, 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 no. He did this in April 2016, well before that kneeling controversy even started. Colin Kaepernick was still playing for the 49ers, and John Elway wanted him to take, I think, more than a 50% pay cut. And no player would sign that. All you need to know about John Elway, if I haven't hinted it enough, is that he would personally pay for the fucking wall. Like, that's his personal politics. Yeah. Gross. There's no way John Elway would ever offer a job slats. to fucking Colin Kaepernick. I think John, like John Elway's not a great general manager. He schmoozed. He, he, as you said, the best thing the guy's ever done was play golf with Peyton Manning and schmooze him enough to play in Denver when the Colt, when he was released by the Colts. That's the best thing he did. Right. He didn't even draft Von Miller. He wasn't even the GM during that draft. I guess Bradley Chubb's a good idea. He's pretty <laughs> good. But that's hard. To there was no way John Elway. As you just said, there's no way John Elway would hire Colin Kaepernick. That guy is like that guy makes right. John McCain look like Alexandria. He makes John McCain look like John McCain. Am I right, guys? <laughs> hey, for America. And even the argument that well, we offered Kaepernick a contract mm. and he wouldn't take it, and now I'm too fucking hurt over that to offer him another contract. Uh, I did my one. That doesn't even fucking hold up because Brock Osweiler his left. One. No, that it does hold up. That's his black friend. But Brock Osweiler left under the same circumstances. They couldn't agree on a contract, and he was like, "Fuck you, I'm leaving." John Elway brought him back. What's the Brock difference? Osweiler? Brock was John. knows the system. Jo- Brock Osweiler. <laughs> that must be it. Oh, wait, here you go. Here you go. Insider. Insider Brock insider Osweiler baseball. was John Elway's son's college roommate. 
I don't fucking care. Well, why do you no, think I'm they just have saying. such a, why do you think they <laughs> no, have such like, a nice relationship? Yeah, it's, yeah, I suppose. Like I know, you, I know you're a good boy. You went to ASU with my son. You hung with my son. You we barbecued together. Yeah. You slept over when you were nineteen. Look, we covered up when you murdered that girl together. Look, Is his son a football player? I don't know. Probably. Don't leak the I tapes. Would assume I'll not. sign you again. Have you ever seen all of Howie Long's kids? This is a mean thing to say, but let's do it. Uh, the J- yeah, they're all in the NFL. They're huge. Except Howie Jr., who is... The first of the uh, He looks like an IT, IT dude. Well, here, here's the thing. Uh, we know how nature works. Maybe the, the young lady he impregnated, the first egg, you know, that's not the best one in the bunch. You got to let him marinate for a while. This is so terrible. Yeah, what? maybe he had a concussion during the conception. <laughs> Howie Jr. Oh, but he's he's, he's got a strap. Is that the one on the left? I think yeah. that's him. That's Howie Jr. That's the youngin. He's, he's the, the best one. He's the pretty his brothers one. are millionaires, and he doesn't have to get his head smashed. He's every the week. pretty one. Yeah. Hey, Chris, can you Venmo me forty five grand? He's the actor half of Howie. Dude, Long. I'm your big bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Owe me. Shoot your big bro a meal right now. <laughs> Uh, what do we think of Eric Reed's seven random drug tests? I got a little bit of perfectly acceptable. <laughs> It's like he won the drug test like a, lottery. Okay, so you mean to tell me seven times he was randomly selected? In 11 games. Incorrect. S- slightly incorrect. It was actually five times. There are two mandatory drug tests per I year. I thought there was one mandatory. There are two. So you, every player gets two. So the seven is a little bit misleading. It was five random and two mandatory. So it's five out of 11, which is still fucking fishy. Yeah, it's insane. Mm. But like, it's, but, how random is it if his name is the only one in the bowl when they draw, when they do like, the fish bowl? <laughs> where there's only one, it's, it's still random. I put it's the a paper com- in. They say it's a computer that does it. It is a computer. And computers can't info. be So computers are racist? Very my, much so. Ones yeah. and zeros are all uh, my, in words. Okay. My inside info from our NFL reporters is, is that like the the players union is like kind of confirmed and is pretty happy with how the computer does the random tests they're like this is a bit weird but it's like not i don't know it's like not fishy enough for the players union to get behind eric reed and it's like it's fishy and it's weird the number is, is slightly misleading it's five out of 11 weeks and the players union which is happy to go to bat and sue the hell out of the league for right. something. They're like, this is a bit weird, but like they kind of looked into it and they're like, yeah, th- this kind of seems legit, but it, it, they're not ready to. They're not ready to sue the league over it. That's just my incentive. What a wild coincidence! Yeah, this, oh, yeah. for sure, a hundred percent, a thousand percent. Isn't Malcolm Jenkins part of that uh, NFL Players Association or union? I think he was the president because yeah. he, yeah, he stood with uh, he stood with the league about the kneeling. When he was like, no one will be kneeling anymore. Yeah, and then Eric yeah, Reed called him, him Eric a, Reed are, a, a, a Uncle Todd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, random. Uh, random. Random. Yeah. But the Players Association. Yeah, we should, yeah. We should <laughs> mention Eric Reed is like, like he was one of the players that really stuck with the kneeling thing along with Kaepernick. He, yeah, he was on San Francisco. He was, yeah, with, he was the first one but, to kneel with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's back in the league. After yeah. some time off. Yeah. yeah. It took a while, but he's back in the league. Yeah, because he's too good of a player not to be in the league. Yeah. There was an argument for a while that Kaepernick wasn't in the league just because defenses had figured out the his, running quarterback. You gotta stay game. in the game. But then son. since then there have been so many fucking scrubs signed. I hear and it's you. like But he is weak though. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, do I, mean, I do think he's not the greatest well, quarterback. That's the thing is like when he left the league, he was probably like somewhere between the twentieth and thirty second best quarterback. Like he was in the lower third. Yeah. Of, well he wasn't of, starting on the nine he was actually third string on the Niners. Yeah. And at this point, it's kind of unfortunately been like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like now, you know, three years ago, they're like, "Oh, we, we just don't want a distraction on our team, and we don't want our we don't want our our Blue Lives Matters constituents to mm-hmm. you know, like to be upset." Right. Like well, we we love the police in our in in Houston, and um, everyone loves but the police in Houston. Now they're like, nah, I don't. Well, the guy <laughs> has was joking at all. Now they're like, the guy hasn't played. Now he's like Tim Tebow. Like Tim Tebow is like. Tebow. On, on like the double A Mets in like South Carolina. So Hitting like, them dingers. Yeah. <laughs> Hitting them. Oh, he's and like, he got engaged. He's on the and he has, he has a seasonal gig as a college football analyst because he gave what? The greatest halftime speech or the greatest. 
That's the dream Most goddamn job. motivational speech in all time. And watch and him he become won a playoff a, game. Watch I him believe. become a yeah. head coach. To this day, oh. Skip Bayless. Oh my god. To this day, You're right. Skip Bayless yeah, believes happen. Tim Tebow is one of the greatest quarterbacks he's ever seen. Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless that still talks about Tim Tebow. Hey, 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 hey. I watched the Raiders versus the Denver Broncos. Okay. In Odaco Coliseum. Oh, Arena, you were there in the rain. And when I tell you Tim Tebow was the rawest motherfucker I've ever seen in my life with my own eyes, every time it got to third and whatever, he got like 25 yards <laughs> by himself <laughs> running oh, I, the ball. It I was know. amazing. I'm a Broncos fan. I watched that season. It yeah, was I, he did Still, have a crazy run in the playoffs. Anytime anything happens, Miami does the triple, you know, the triple hook and ladder for the touchdown. I text all of my friends, Tebow in all caps. Like, I, <laughs> I love Tebow. Man, he was He's the horrible. Questionable politics. Very religious man. Very religious. Because he goes that guy's and awesome. That guy was awesome on the Broncos for a year. Again, you keep <laughs> saying rich white kid, questionable politics. Elway, Tebow. We, that's all. Well, that, yeah. It's yeah. obvious. It's crazy that Denver is called America's team now. Yeah. Are they? Yeah, a few years back, it was decided that their fandom is now more well because of widespread than Dallas. So America. Denver is America's team. Also, okay. Tim Tebow Imagine. started the kneeling. Yeah, different reason. So still, still, still. <laughs> you don't shit. know that he wasn't yeah. pray- praying for black people being yeah. murdered yeah. by the police. Well, wait, <laughs> actually, he's a Christian. He was praying. <laughs> for yeah. What if, <laughs> what if a player? Yeah. What if Please a white player? Body cameras or something. <laughs> what if a white player started kneeling during the national anthem and was like, "I'm doing this for Jesus" or whatever? Nobody would. Nobody would care. Tim right? Tebow did, didn't he? That's what Tebow did. I don't think he knelt during the national. anthem. Oh yeah, anthem, probably not though. during the national anthem. No one cares about the national. Yeah, why don't we? Most just people don't. at the arena are are, are yelling dog. at somebody new, to give me a hot dog. Like, my yeah. new move because I feel uncomfortable standing for the national anthem is like I always make sure to go to the bathroom or get yeah. a beer during the national anthem. Yeah, yeah. Because then I don't have to. It's funny. I like it. And everyone's standing when you come back, so you don't have to fucking. Because there's so much pressure on that person singing it. That's oh, what yeah, I enjoy. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's. A, I mean, if I heard a, someone a, fucking up, I'd run back in and stand and watch that. There's only been like four. Great performances of the national anthem. Ever. Nah, people be killing Fergie like four. Marvin, nah, yeah, thank you. Fergie killed killing. it. Marvin Gaye. Uh, no, Marvin Gaye's was weak. I, I, I need, I need sad. I need sizzle. Whitney Houston. Whitney, yeah, Whitney, she did yeah. that super high. Too. Mariah Carey, probably. Somewhere. Mariah Carey kills it in everything she does. She's great. Did you get all your albums yet? I'm getting closer. Okay. What all the Mariah Carey? Yeah, I'm did trying. Did you get the new one? Yeah. Oh, that shit's That's good. That's a good album. It's good. It's good. Right? See? <laughs> it's good. Literally the first person on the podcast to agree with me on that. There's a reason that's the thing you just said. Hey, yeah, because I'm you're Mimi, fucking up. Yeah, I'm a Mimi fan. Fuck you. Right? I, re- I remember when she signed with what with Rick Ross when she was Maybach Mimi. Hey, man. That never happened. Music. What, what are you talking about? I, I witnessed it with my own eyes. She when signed you were with Maybach Music. Fucking Rick Ross fanfic on Tumblr. And yeah. she that never came happened. out as Maybach Mimi and <laughs> lip sank with a wind machine blowing in her face. And it was terrible. You got a wind machine? I don't. Mm. Well, talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's how good she is. She don't got to sing no more. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the whole point of being a profe- professional singer is nah. that you sing. So, does anyone have any, before we get to comments, does anyone have any final thoughts on the NFL? Is it, it, do you think it is that the NFL has more of a problem with racism than other leagues? Or is it just that NFL players have been the ones protesting? They don't have, so it comes up more. I, go, go sorry. No, go ahead. White guy, go first. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's worse than other leagues. Yeah. I think there is a, as Quincy says, tradition, and the tradition is old fucking racist white dudes. Yeah, like we saw that even with Josh Rosen coming out of college. He's the only he's he's the only like Jewish social like socially progressive quarterback to come out, <laughs> and all the and all the coach like that's why he fell to ten. He was the last quarterback or the last of the top four quarterbacks taken. Yeah, except for the one black quarterback who was taken thirty second. <laughs> Oh, you, and he, the guy that made it to the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. No, that's the, the thing. youngest. It's like there's four in white NFL guys history. and a black guy. The the three the three like corn fed good old boys go early, and then Josh Rosen, who's like, oh well, he just you know he likes a Barack Obama. He he, he likes he's social, progressive. He's, he's, he's a he's a, hey, so, he's a socialist. We so don't know if he'll want to play in the pros because his family's already rich. Hey 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 hey. 
Baker Mayfield would have made the playoffs if that black guy wasn't holding him back <laughs> at the beginning of the season. That's a good point. People yeah. actually say that shit. I mean, like, what are y'all talking about? Hugh, Hugh, Hugh or Tyrod? Hugh. Hugh. Because uh, they'll yeah. be like, you put Tyrod in front of him just, just to shit on him. Yeah, it's like Baker Mayfield's drunk out here. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Whatever the, I don't, whatever. Like, yeah, the NFL's racist. The, yeah. This is my final thing. The NFL's racist. It sucks. It's horrible. But I'm going to watch it every single game. Yeah, that's the problem. I no can't just change stop watching status football. quo for me. I also kind of feel like boycotting the NFL altogether is sort of like sticking it to the players who did protest. It's like, because the, the people who are mad about the protest are boycotting, and now we're mad about it too, so we boycott, and then that's going to fuck with, fuck with their livelihood. Will it? And then I don't get to watch football. So I mean, even if you watch football, like, okay, if you watch, it on, if you watch it on television, you're giving money to the NFL and their advertising dollars. Fuck the NFL, they're racist. But just go, like, what I would actually to say. the park and give a homeless dude a dollar. I don't know. Do something. Oh, I'm not going to do that. Oh, never mind. I was what I would to... recommend is watching the NFL playoffs on your Yahoo Sports app. <laughs> <laughs> it's free. Oh, Yahoo Sports app, guys. Yahoo Sports app. We don't it's plug free. Apps on this. I, you can watch the Super Bowl on the Yahoo Sports app. Watch the Yahoo Sports pregame <laughs> and, show, and that won't contribute. <laughs> Going ni- ninety minutes before the Super Bowl starts, we got. We got some good content on that. That won't contribute <laughs> any ad revenue to the NFL at all. <laughs> no, it's a blockchain-based system. It's all Bitcoin. I would recommend that. <laughs> the NFL is a bunch of old guys and their kids sitting in a room going, this is what I don't like. This is what I do like. Yeah. And now they're just trying to figure out a way to say it better in the media. But so is baseball. Oh, so are all they sports. They just have like, a million it, Venezuelan it's not, and Puerto Rican players. It's not... But- that all the sports are just as racist as all the other sports because all the sports are just, when you boil it down, a group of white dudes who are rich enough to own teams yeah, that like sit in a room teams. and try to figure out what they're going to do no, next. Like you're, you're Except right. hockey. Was, I'm joking. No, you're right. No, like you go, you go, you go to your, you go to soccer in Europe. You go to fucking cricket or whatever. Like cricket's a super popular sport. NASCAR, like horse the, racing, boxing, you know, like, anything. It all comes down to you white guys. Down, down the when teams. you get right down to it, in every sport you will ever witness, the same thing happens. You will see a bunch of old white dudes trying to run shit, and then the players figure out their power. You'll see one player start to make a, a, a fuss about how much money they're making, or they'll make a lot of money, and that person becomes a pariah to the league in some way. We right. need martyrs. Yeah. I'm fine with Colin Kaepernick just not being a a, 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 a civil rights person. Let's, let's just be honest. Is Colin Ka- would Colin Kaepernick have made uh, would Colin Kaepernick have made a bigger impact as a quarterback in the NFL or taking this stance he's taking right now? Taking the because stance. he was a weak yeah. quarterback at best. I'm not saying he wasn't good enough to play in the NFL, but by NFL standards, if you put him out there, your team is not guaranteed a chance to win. It's not like oh, right. Kaepernick's on the field. What this offense you, is going to. Go. Talking about kiss the bicep. <laughs> that was him. That was him for one season. All right, let's get to any given Sunday was six games. <laughs> Never forget that. Yeah, Willie Beeman. He yeah, didn't play that long. And, and, you did, and there playoffs. was no sequel, as you can see, guys. You got six games, no what are you sequel. Talking about he went to another team. Is that the movie it, where Billy yeah. Blank shot a motherfucker on the field beforehand? I'm joking. That was Last that Boy was Scout. Second. Did you know that was Billy Blanks, the Ty Bo dude? Really? Yeah. That opening a, scene in The Last Boy Scout where the running back you, uh, fucking pulls out a gun and starts shooting motherfuckers. In the rain. It was a heavy fucking, rain, too. Yeah. Yeah. Stylized. <laughs> <laughs> Great shot. See, Let's get to comments and then get out of here. You know. Oh, wow. Oh. It's a big world out there. That's sexy in here. It's easy to feel like mm. the things you say don't even matter. It's true. I want you to know that's not true. Oh, okay. okay. That's why we call the segment Your Voice Matters, where we read your stupid fucking comments mm. from the past few shows and respond to them personally. 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 Fade it out, Brett. Okay. I'm doing that right now. Thank you. I'm doing it. With You're really good I at that. I appreciate it. Like, other people have tried to fade out, but only Brett yeah. fades out the way. The subtlety. Mm. It's a smooth thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really nice curve. (laughs) 
Let's read some comments. These are all from the episode, The Best Everything of 2018. I didn't hear hear that one. I wasn't on it, so. We talked about the best movies, TV shows, music, things of the like. Widows. If if you talked about the best. Widows! Widows was pretty good. I didn't think I was going to like it. Spider-Man were the two best movies of 2018. This is that, that podcast. I haven't seen Spider-Man. Oh, my What, the black Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah. Into the Spider-Verse. It's not believable, though. America's not ready for a black Spider-Man. Like, the New York PD would definitely see Spider-Man and then see that he's wearing Jordans and shoot him. <laughs> that's, not, that's not Peter. <laughs> Go ahead. You're not Peter Parker. <laughs> shoot that Those up. shoes are too swaggy. <laughs> Maybe that'll be in the sequel. <laughs> you never know. Well, his dad there is, is definitely cop, so. some... It'll yeah. be like Babe 2... Where the first movie is just like a kid's movie, and then the second one takes this like hard fucking <laughs> social message turn. Anyone seen Babe 2? Nah. Pig in the City, no. I Babe 2, pi- no, oh, no, I'm swine time. Many people have this take. <laughs> Babe 2, Pig in the City is a really interesting movie because they roped in all these kids. Balls Hall, is that with, what it's called? With, <laughs> I think there two. might be a boss hog. Ball, that's babe boss three, hog. That's boss hog. But they <laughs> in the down south as a, as getting a rap career. They make this babe kids three. movie, and then the second movie is not a kids movie. Like it's a kid. They're still talking animals and shit. Mm-hmm. But it's got like Nazi parallels, and it's and a bunch mostly of pigeons about, throwing up feathers. It's about capitalism mostly. Oh, really, it's a really fucking good movie. Yo, a pig got political. What yeah. about what yeah. about the political message in Zootopia about racism and? Xenophobia and all that good stuff. They all went the for that message. Yeah, man. Man, they oh, swung for the they fences. They used bunnies and lions. Did though. Babe yeah. have the little mustache? Uh, no, Babe was the resistance. Okay, it was a little hamster with a mustache. Yeah, Bobby. little guinea pig see, with a Hitler mustache. Oh, you see how they try to? They always try to turn us against this, against pigs. We need to embrace swine, bacon. Yeah, bacon's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is, this comment is from uh, Tiffany Twenty One NYC. If Where's she is, from? If that is her real name, she's from North Carolina. Okay. Eight sex location. Mm. And, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, she says, "I'd love to know everyone's take on American Horror Story this season. Please feel free to talk about it. I won't. That's a if she was addressing that to that podcast. That's a weird time to do it mm-hmm. because we've all disbanded and can't talk about it. Does anyone watch American Horror Story? Yeah, I've never good. seen a second. Wow." Well, I like. I thought this season was all right. It was weird, but uh, all right. Sorry, I was on an episode. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What? What season? Were you the guy in the in the uh, leather the, suit the, the, <laughs> last year? I got cut, but I did a. I was a, a morgue. Were you stealing something? I was about. I found a. Dis, <laughs> I found a dismembered body in the desert. And then I was collecting it while talking to the examiner. Oh, you got to talk a yeah, speaking role. Make it into the, uh, mm. I can talk about it now because the season's already aired. But yeah, oh, was, yeah, it was one of the things. It was when when life was was uncrazy. Adam, we'll talk about it later. Oh, we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, fucking Chad, says Cam was really good. Didn't expect much randomly coming across it on Netflix and was pleasantly surprised. Has anyone seen this movie? No, what's Cam about? God I damn it, seen a second. Cam Newton. Cam, it is. It's it's about Cam Newton. No, it's a horror movie. Definitely ab- not going to watch it. About a girl who works as like a a cam girl, and it's it's like a a, a very long and violent Black Mirror episode. It's really fucking good. It's a okay. Netflix movie. Cam, I'll check it out. Mm. <laughs> this this is fun. Uh, how about Three Identical Strangers? Anyone seen that? Yes. Chantal Watched. Sorrentino yes. wants to know that. Mm-hmm. I want to see Identical it. Strangers. Check that shit out. If you have Netflix tonight, it's on. It's on the Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's so on Netflix. Strangers. Have you seen That's, it, Brett? Yeah. I'm Watch only watching on Tidy Up. Yeah. It's like you can almost give away the the first part of the premise, which mm-hmm. it's exactly what it sounds like. Three identical twins find each other. Man, does it take a fucking turn at the it, 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 like Ident- about the half identical point. triplets. Identical triplets. Yeah. <laughs> <Not> three. <laughs> Yeah. I'm a fucking a feelings guy. I'm not a facts guy. <laughs> I work on emotion only. All right. Uh, last comment. Jennifer Fendelander says, listen to Adam and watch Superstore. It is a phenomenal show and it does not get enough credit. There is a, a theme in these comments. Yes. It's that I have never and will never watch any of these things. Other than <laughs> other than I, the Identical Strangers. You should. Superstore is better than you yeah, expect. Superstore is funny. I don't want to spend any of my time personally or by watching something in a Walmart-like situation. 
But it's hilarious because it really is exactly it, what you would think and happens it at Walmart. Gets oh, into I like want to think about Walmart, ah, but but did. like it's not glamorizing Walmart. It like I, like it gets into all sorts of social stuff. They have like hmm. a, a fucking labor union episode. Uh, immigration stuff comes up. It's a really smart TV show. It's better. It's better than the fucking Good Place. The Good Place is trash. The Good Place is trash. The Good Place Ted Danson ain't never been a part of no trash. Blackface. Sorry, what was that? Yeah, there was that speech he gave in blackface. Oh my! And uh, it was a different time. He was (laughs) young. Eighties. He was young. Still mad. He was young then. That's the excuse I'm going to use when somebody calls me out when I get famous and say, "Why did you support Black Pete so much?" Hey man, it was a different time back then. We the good place trying to embrace the the Hollandish or the Dutch or (laughs) whatever they do over there. The good place is just a comedy version of Lost that people haven't realized they should be mad at yet. Because that show has no fucking idea where it's going. You don't, it like, has, you don't like the white lady and the black guy together? And that, then is that a, Indian lady and then that Asian guy? That's, that's heaven to me, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do like all that. Still ran still, by a white guy? Still that not a great show, show has approximately zero jokes per episode. Yeah. And is just a listing of various rules in their universe. It was sort of like a quirky, like, boom, 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 boom music. <laughs> and it's like, oh, 30 minutes have gone by. Okay, I've learned a lot more rules about what's going on here. No jokes. No, no, nothing enjoyable for me here. I like the Jan lady. Yeah, I do like. Yeah, Jan is a really good character. I watched <laughs> the first season, but the second season, it just I couldn't do it. But yeah, oh, it keeps Jan's going. A good character. There's so a third it's like season the wire. The hey, hey, it's Adam, like the wire is like that hey, second season. Hey, Adam, like, it picks it, up in the third season. <laughs> second season, the wire is. It good. picks up in the third. The second season. <laughs> I, I will defend <laughs> the second season of the wire. <laughs> The one on the I, docks? That was good. I, the docks. I know why, too. <laughs> Love the, he loved The Sopranos as well. We get it. Representation get matters. It. <laughs> Man, we had McNulty for that. All- <laughs> Let this drunk-ass white guy go terrorize black people in the ghetto. <laughs> that was enough. <laughs> oh, good times. <laughs> Second season of The Wire was all right, though. <laughs> It's secretly good. <laughs> secretly good. <laughs> no, but the but the last season also about white people, white people with white collar like office jobs, not as good. Yeah. Oh Strings. yeah, the media season. Fuck yeah. Stringer Bell. He what? was dead by then. He yeah, died season good. four, didn't he? Dude, Spoiler alert. Sorry. I mean, if you haven't seen The Wire by now, fuck come on. You. Yeah. I've never so, seen The Wire. <laughs> what do we? What? String. Where the fuck is Wallace? <laughs> Where the fuck's Wallace String? Yo, Michael B. Jordan died so like good. in episode three <laughs> he did, of yeah. The Wire. I just rewatched it again recently, and That's I seen forgot that. Uh, I was like, "Damn, they did not respect his talent on this show." Like, oh. so they 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 respected it just enough. Yeah, everybody's just like, "Oh, that's Wallace from the site." That was three episodes. <laughs> he pissed on himself and died. Like that's, that's enough. All you hey, if that's an, if it's, if that's all it takes for a credit to keep you out there, I'll do it. Michael B. Jordan, the first episode of The Wire, is like, I'm going to get out of this game. And you're like, (laughs) no! (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) Yeah, that was rough. Uh, So that's our episode. What do we have to plug before we get out of here? January 26th, Hollywood Hotel, 9 p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unpopped stand-up show. Mm, That's going to be a good time. I will be there. Quincy will be there. Mm -hmm. Keith Carey's headlining. Cindy Aravina's going to be on it. Yeah. Uh, Travis Clark, Andy Sutton. <laughs> we'll probably announce some other comics soon. Yeah, fun. Uh, come to that. It's free. And also patreon.com slash unpops. You can get uh, bonus episodes of all the pods for $5 a month. You get bone pod and bone con. Bone con mm. and bone pod. Mm. <clears throat> Pap, what do you got to plug? Uh, Pizza's World Tour at Pizus World Tour, P E E Z U S World Tour. That's about it. That's all my social media networks. Nice, Quincy. Like, like Jesus, but Pizus. Yeah. Okay. Before, before, <laughs> before he, before he the married, hat? but not before he even married Kim Kardashian. Oh, okay. Oh, in on the ground floor. Yeah. Quincy, <laughs> you got to plug. Guys, if you are in the Los Angeles area on, we're January- not. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Right. Well, if you I'm happen sorry, to be vi- if you happen to be visiting, uh, January twenty fifth, I'll be at Desano's Pizza on the Sauce Comedy Show. Uh, January twenty eighth, I'll be at the Hollywood Improv for Blame Social Media. Come through to that, 
And on Saturday the 26th, as we said, the Unpops Comedy Show at the Hollywood Hotel. It's going to be free. Bring that ass. Please do. Mm-hmm. Please bring that ass. Mm-hmm. Brett, what would you like to plug? Hey, man. Consent. You can follow me on Twitter at Brett Raider. If you do enjoy sports, I produce a number of sports podcasts at Yahoo Sports. We got, we got a podcast for everything. Edit that out, Brett. NFL, mm-hmm. NBA, college. <laughs> we don't promote other podcasts on this podcast. Do you have golf podcasts? Not yet. Can I host a tennis podcast on, on Yahoo Sports? Sure. <coughs> is this awkward? Yeah, is it awkward of me to ask you here? Yeah, a little bit. Because <laughs> I do want an answer. A little bit. <laughs> right now. All right. Yahoosports.com slash podcasts. You'll find them all. Check out. You're going to edit that out, I'm the sure. <laughs> arm, armchair quarterback tennis podcast mm-hmm. coming from Adam Todd Brown on Yahoo Sports in arm, 2021. Armchair darts with Adam Todd Brown coming soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get the fuck out. I'm not going <laughs> to edit that out. No. That's a job you, offer. I wouldn't put it that's out. legal. He has to keep that in for. Yep. I'm oh, definitely right. in control of hiring. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. If anyone wants to host a podcast on Yahoo Sports, just, yeah, just hit up actually, Brett. Just, yeah, just email if you, me. If you, just email me. Just hit him on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Just at Brett on Twitter and say you want a job at Yahoo Sports, and then you'll have a job. And ask for his copy of Iron Everyone Giant. listening to this Please podcast, <laughs> at Brett Raider on Twitter and I've say I so want much, a job at Yahoo Sports. I've put in so much work to not be like... <laughs> Granted, so many of my followers are just unpops people who are like, oh, cool. You repeated my joke back to me. Like, all right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but don't. Wow. I put in the work I, I, with I, you guys. Guys, again, I can hear that right. you hear he's reluctant, but at him on Twitter and say you want a job at Yahoo Sports. Podcast. Maybe broadcast. All right. Let's get Beat the writer. fuck yeah. out of here. <laughs> Brett, say goodbye. Goodbye. Quincy, say goodbye. Bye, people. Pap, say goodbye. Toodaloo. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs> 